Hello and welcome to the Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friend. If you've been looking for a podcast geared towards your growth, self-awareness, navigating your brain's daily mind drama, and deep inner work to become your highest and best self, you are in the perfect place. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. What is up? Welcome back to the Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I hope that you all had an amazing weekend and happy Monday. So today's episode, we are going to be diving into the importance of self-care. And this comes from the realization that I made recently of feeling like between my work as an occupational therapist and my work as a life coach that I have really had to focus on my own self-care because I am in a season right now where my clients and my families are going through very tough seasons themselves and even friends. So for the last several months, it's kind of felt like fog or like this nonstop thunderstorm that everybody's been traveling in and it's been very deep journeys of you know deep transformation and breakdown and breakthrough it's been incredible to have the privilege and honor of walking hand in hand with all of my clients and the people that I'm surrounded with however In doing so, it can also be something that feels very draining at times and not in a bad way, but like it's important to know that if you are someone that works with other people, maybe you're a social worker, you're a nurse, you're an occupational therapist, you're a physical therapist, you're a teacher, you support other people, you're a counselor, you're a psychologist, I don't know if I already said that one. Um, you're a coach, what, you're a business person, whatever it is, I have talked to you guys on this podcast about how we are all made up of energy and how we can all feel each other's energy. So in my situation as a life coach in particular, I experience women who are coming to me with some deep stuff, the stuff that not everybody else sees and witnesses. And like I said, it's the biggest biggest privilege and the biggest honor and I wouldn't trade what I do as a life coach for anything else but it also means that I have to have an understanding of what self-care really is and what that means and make sure that I'm taking the time to give myself that self-care. So we're going to dive into what is self-care, what is the importance of self-care. So If you are a mom listening to this or you're a wife or you're a caretaker of anybody, right, a family member that's maybe ill or going through a whole lot or you have mental illness in your family or whatever it is, you probably know what it feels like to feel energetically drained. Maybe even you're young listening to this podcast, but you've grown up very quickly for your age. I can relate to that. I grew up very quick for my age considering everything that I heard growing up and the things that I knew about in my journey growing up and you know I carried a lot of stuff as a child that made me grow up extremely fast and I witnessed a lot of stuff and felt like it was my responsibility to step up and be older than I was at any given point and so as I got a little bit older um, I started to feel extremely drained. Eventually I had 
felt like I didn't even know who I was anymore. I had given all the energy I knew how to give. My cup was empty and yet I felt like I needed to continue pouring into others and I had nothing left. So if you are in that position where you feel like you're giving and you're giving and you're giving and you're giving and and people are taking and they're taking and they're taking and you need time for yourself but you feel guilty asking for that time or guilty stepping away or maybe you even have thoughts in your mind of there's no way I could ever take care of myself. Everything around me would fall apart. I am the glue that holds everything together and you have this mentality of I'm going to put on my big girl panties and handle it. I've got this. You know, this can be men too. This isn't just for women. Like all of us have roles and responsibilities. Sometimes for um, for men, it's, you know, holding everything together financially if they're the primary breadwinner, if they are working long hours at their job, if they're not even happy in their job, but they know like they're taking care of their family. Like everybody can fill this element of like being energetically drained or burnt out to an extent or just feeling like you're giving and you're giving and you're giving everything that you have and you just wonder when it's going to turn around. When are things going to get better? How are things going to get better? And part of how things get better is to recognize when you are so energetically drained that you have nothing left to give and you're coming from a place of just good intention but it's all coming out of lack right I have nothing but I have to keep going I have nothing but I have to keep going and it's it's like you know carrying all of this weight and feeling like you have to do it and then almost resenting that you have to do it because you're so drained and so energetically burnt out that you need someone to take care of you And I see this a lot with my clients of feeling like they just have to hold everything together. You know, it's and it's what a lot of us do. I mean, for the longest time, I was this happy-go-lucky person on social media. I only ever shared the good. I thought nobody wants to see the negative stuff, and a lot of people don't. We want we don't want to get on social media and see people who are negative Nancys all the time. But what social media does too is portray this happy side where everything looks perfect and glamorous all the time, and everybody looks happy because those are the moments that they're sharing and I can tell you 110% as a life coach as someone who walks with women through their deepest darkest journeys that what you're seeing on Facebook doesn't always match what's going on when you have a deep heart-to-heart life coaching conversation with someone in fact it is very different and I get it firsthand because I was that person I was that person that held it all together social media with people would think everything was good everything was great they might have even had thoughts like I want her life her life never has anything bad going on and it couldn't have been further from the truth everything behind closed doors was so difficult for me and I was truly like falling apart and yet smiling at the world I joke but I'm really serious when I say that when I imagine myself and someone asking me how are you doing I would look at them and smile and say everything's good everything's great how are you and it was like literally a burning house behind me in flames and they're like really you're doing great and I'm like I am doing fantastic and I would stick with that lie for so long and it was just like my house behind me was burning to the ground but nobody would have ever ever known and that's what we see at social media a lot of times and that is that mentality of put on your big girl panties and handle it I don't want any feeling bad for me or feeling sorry for me or thinking that they need to help I can do it all on my own I can give and give and give and give and give until the point where you literally feel like you don't know who you are anymore you feel so lost in 
you know, you've carried on all of these roles that you eventually don't even know what your real role is and who you are on the inside. And so if you feel that, if any of this is resonating with you, I want to tell you that self-care is the most selfless, amazing, most necessary thing you could ever do for yourself. And it is absolutely something that you need to make time to do. Self-care is about more than financial, you know, treats to yourself like a mani-pedi and a massage and, you know, going to the spa or these, you know, monetary things. And while self-care, yes, can be those things and they're amazing. I love it. I do it every now and then. Self-care doesn't have to be this monetary thing. In fact, when I teach the women in my group self-care, I'm teaching them that it really is about recognizing your mental health needs and knowing how to give yourself that break, that thing that you need. So some of the examples and ways that you can self-care for little to no money are, you know, if you enjoy taking long hot bubble baths or a bath bomb in your bath. I love baths. I know that not everybody is a fan of that, but that is my thing. When I need to decompress, I take a long hot bath, but it can be long hot showers. Maybe you're used to taking a five minute shower. Self-care is giving yourself permission to take a 10 minute shower, a 15 minute shower. If you know that you need it and you are starting to get resentful that you feel like everybody's relying on you for every little thing and you have no time for yourself, you really have to tell your brain, life is not going to fall apart with five extra minutes for me. Like when I fill my cup, I can give more to other people. You cannot give that of which you do not have. So in order to give more and more love to people, more and more time to people, you have to be willing to give yourself that same respect. And energetically, it's important for people to see that we give ourselves the self-care that we need and that we honor ourselves in that way because we also energetically and through living our example teach people how to treat us. So if you're someone that is running on fumes and giving and giving and giving and giving and giving and seeming like you have it all together even when your you know, gas tank is empty, you're teaching people that that's okay and that they can continue to ask and ask and ask and ask and ask and it's okay because you're the person that holds it all together. So the very thing that you're trying to repel, you will attract more of in your life and that's how energy works. So I want you to think of some things that you enjoy doing. Do you need to read a book? Do you need to take a walk? Do you need to take a jog? Do you need to get a babysitter for 30 minutes so that you can go run at the gym or work out at the gym or, you know, do whatever it is that you've got to do. Take the longer shower, bake some cookies if that helps you decompress. You know, what is it that brings you joy. Maybe you just want to be able to clean your house and while I don't think that that's necessarily self-care, sometimes it is if it's if you feel like your mental clarity is all jumbled up because you've been running and running and running with all the chaos of life that you haven't been able to get your environment the way that you want to. And sometimes I think self-care can be like, oh my gosh, I just need to straighten up and feel like I can breathe again. You know, I'm definitely that way with my space. Sometimes self-care for me is like straight straightening up and just feeling like, okay, things are 
in my environment the way that I enjoy them and the way that I thrive. And when my environment is that way, I'm taken care of. I feel much more joy. I feel much more peace. So self-care is really about getting to that place where you're giving yourself what you need to experience more joy, more peace, um, better energy, more so that you can give to other people. A lot of times we are constantly in a place of feeling like we have to hold it together for all of these other people. And at the end of the day, we're actually not serving those other people, whether it be our friends, our family, our significant other, if we're not taken care of. Have you ever just snapped at someone because you just, you're so exhausted and you, you know that you need to do something or that you want to do something and yet you feel like a burden for even asking because everybody's always just relied on you for every little thing. And while there are days where you enjoy being that person for, for everybody else, there are also days where you just want to throw in the towel and lay on the floor and kick and scream because nobody understands what you're going through. I think women can relate to this so much. You get home, you're maybe working or you've been home with your kids all day if you're a stay-at-home mom you are doing dinner and bath time routines and you know reading stories and then putting the kids to bed and then you're waking up and you're doing it all over again and then meanwhile you're trying to give your husband whatever his needs are right and, and spend quality time and spark in that you know spark up your relationship and do all of these things and there comes a time where it's like what do you have for you and what do you have left to give because you're giving it all the time and sometimes our significant other receives that piece of us that's tired and resentful and angry and sad and they don't even deserve it right because we're so drained that we can't possibly come to them joyful when we aren't taking care of us and taking care of us is our responsibility so it Self-care can even be asking for what you need. Like even with your significant other, it can be going to them and saying, I am so exhausted. I just feel like I'm on a hamster wheel and I just wish that someone could help me with the dishes or I just wish that somebody could help me put the kids to bed or I just wish that I had, you know, 20 minutes to nap or I wish I had, you know, an hour to go to the gym and sometimes communication with people that we love is a form of self-care that we're missing and really just telling people hey I need help I need time for myself like my mental health feels like it's falling on the back end and I need someone that can help me you know so self-care can be better communication with the people who are there to help us. Self-care can be taking an extra five minutes when maybe you would never do that before. Self-care is recognizing that your mental health is super important and giving yourself the respect to give yourself that self-care. It's really, really, really important. And as someone that used to constantly give and give and give and give, When we're in that energy, people are going to take and take and take and take. But when I put my foot down and started saying, you know what, I need 30 minutes to myself right now, or I need to go to the gym for me right now, or I need, what or something else? I'm going to go take a bath. Like it, 
when you are doing your own self-care, after a while, the people around you will start to notice that your moods are different, right? That that is something that is obviously serving you. And when you are being served well, because you're taking care of yourself, that, that what you're able to give those other people is really important. So for instance, years ago, when I was super stressed out, I started taking baths like every single night. I used to maybe only take a bath every now and then, but my husband even made a comment about it a few years ago. He was like, you take baths like every night now. And I'm like, I know I just, it makes me feel really good. Like it makes me, it helps to decompress me. I just feel a lot better. I feel less anxiety. I go to work a better person. I come home a better person. Like that bath time for me is everything. And that's all I said about it. And he, you know, he just asked out of curiosity. Well, it wasn't long after that, that at night there would be times I got home from work late or I got home from an event like on a Saturday late and he would have ran my bath water and he for Christmas one year got me a tray for the bath where I could listen to my podcast I could put my phone up there I could put a book on there it fit a glass of wine it's like the best thing ever I think they're sold on Amazon just like Amazon or search um, a bathtub tray they're the best things ever. Books, cell phones, wine, like it's got little compartments for everything. But my point of that is at first when he was asking, he didn't really understand like because maybe those times when, you know, before I started taking a nightly bath, we would spend time together. And then, and that was great and everything, but I just started to feel like very stressed and anxiety ridden. Like I need some time for me. I need to self-care. And he picked up on the fact that every single night it was the same routine. And, you know, at first he might have even thought, well, this was normally the time that we spend together. But when he saw what it did for my mental health and how much more joyful I was that I was taking care of myself, it made him want to help support me in that. So, you know, I would come home and he had ran bath water for me and maybe put my tray up there or, you know, just doing little things like that where it's it's that thing. We teach people how to treat us and people are watching how we take care of ourselves. So if you want other people to help or to pitch in or to respect the fact that you want to take care of you, you have to be willing to lead the way and show them how it's done. And that means starting, like doing it for you, for yourself first. So I never said to my husband, I need you to like run a bath for me and be thoughtful and, you know, think about me and my needs and I'm tired and I'm stressed and I, w- I really would appreciate if you could like pitch in. You know, I never did that. I just said, this time is important for me. I'm going to make sure that I do this. And as a result, he had, I guess, just the desire to help me feel good. So it was okay. Like if she enjoys taking baths every night, like it's not a big deal for me to do that every now and then and make her feel special. Like that makes her feel special. So, you know, I can help with that same thing like asking for what you need as far as help around the house you know if instead of going to your partner and really being like it would be nice if you would help it would you know why don't you do it this way no you don't do it like me 
blah, 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 blah. It, it would just be nice if we can go to our partner and say, listen, this is how I'm feeling. It makes me feel really good whenever you help with the vacuum, you know, vacuuming, or it makes me feel really good whenever you help me with the dishes. And a lot of times our partner will hear that a whole lot better and think if this makes them feel really good, I'm willing to pitch in with this. I'm willing to help with this. So self-care comes in a multitude of ways. It can be just deciding what feels good to you and making sure you give yourself that time. And it might be hard for the people around you to understand it at first because they're so used to you dropping everything that you're doing and going to them 100% of the time because that's what you've always done. That's the pattern you've created. That's the energy you've created. That's what they expect because that's what you've always done. But that can always be changed. And if you can recognize in you that there is self-care that needs to be done for your own mental health and your sanity and your emotional health and your happiness, then start those new routines by doing it and teaching people what it means to self-care. And as a result, they will understand. They will just understand that that's your time and you need that time and you'll be better and you'll be able to give them even more of your time, your energy, your attention, because your cup will be full. So I hope this episode helps you with self-care. If any of you guys have any questions at all, please reach out to me. And if there's any specific topics that you guys want to hear on the podcast, please make sure to reach out and connect with me. Message me on Instagram. My handle is at Macy. Why can I even spell my name? (laughs) It's at Macy, M-A-C-I-E-R-E-N-A-E underscore. That's for Instagram. And you can also find me on Facebook, Macy Renee, M-A-C-I-E-R-E-N-A-E. I will put it in the show notes so that you can find it more easily. So I hope that you all have an amazing week this week. I hope that you get a lot of self-care and you go do something that brings you joy. Sometimes it's just going outside, you guys, and like putting your feet in the grass. Like, you know, it could be going to a free yoga class. It could be anything. It's It doesn't have to be anything, you know, monetary. I mean, but if you have the money to go to the spa and get your nails done and those things make you feel good, go get your hair done, your hair highlighted or whatever it is. Do those things. That's really important to honor yourself in that way because once you take care of you, everybody else can be taken care of from a really good place, a very strong place. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Also, really quickly, I just want to remind you that my program, Rewired, if you are looking for a program to help you really understand mindset work and like the core of coaching, the core of life coaching, the core of changing your life, the nitty gritty of how to shift your mindset Rewired is the perfect program for you. It is $149, but I have a coupon that if you use Rewire Me, you get $50 off, making it $99, and you have access to it for life. So you can listen to it as many times as you want. You can watch it as many times as you want. You can take your time with it. There's no rush to get it done. When you purchase it, you have it for life and anything that I add to that program from this point forward you will have access to for free because you would have already have bought the program for hopefully $99 if there's still coupons available. So with that being said I hope you all have an amazing week. I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.